Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts. Hey there, it's the week of June 14th, 2021. As always, thank you for tuning in to the Lumber Connection. I'm joined by my good buddies, who you know as our regular experts, Ken and JB. I, I hope it's okay that I'm starting to feel a little more casual with you guys, but it seems like it's time. So, you know, hello, and thanks for joining me. Oh, of course. Yeah, it should be, right? In theory, we should all be like, you know, in our sweet studio, you know, making sure that yeah. our few hundred listeners are, you know, getting the full experience, maybe even videoed and, and everything. But that, um, that would be cool. Video would be good. If we were better looking guys, video would be a good option for us. You guys have to be kidding me. You're both extremely attractive. Now, come on. Whoa, whoa, give me a break. Thank you very much. Make a guy feel good. Wow. Uh, now, I was going to say, um, yeah, our, our, our uh, listeners, it's like, they're like, please stop now. Please just tell me what's going on with the, with right. the lumber. Right. Can we talk not, about lumber now? Well, I think you're funny. You're not. You're actually annoying me. Please start talking. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're probably right. Well, I think they're probably right as well because. It sounds like we might have some things to talk about today, so I'm not even going to give more of an intro. I'm just going to say, hey, guys, what's changed in the market in the last couple of weeks? That's right. Well, everyone's, um, I think, you know, ultimate uh, question has been answered. When is the market going to come down? And, and no one seemed to have the exact answer. Um, but the answer is uh, now um, and starting middle of last month. So I think a multitude of factors. I, I could go back to that that exhausted uh, podcast we did it was a month and a half ago. But I, I remember Ken and I were actually at the office and we're we're sitting in the conference room and and I think we finished about you know talking about uh, exhaustion in the market upon every level or throughout the supply chain and how you know kind of this focus is people are are turning to kids getting out of school soon and and maybe some family vacations and. Um, you know, potentially a, a little slowdown or a, a big slowdown and do-it-yourself trade and, and uh, people just kind of reprioritizing things, um, which we do as humans. We're constantly adjusting. But anyways, um, I think, you know, that was kind of the start of the downtrend was really that last week. And I think that do-it-yourself trade, the big box business really taking a step back again with people reprioritizing life. Um, and it just kind of trickled down to this almost a perfect storm to create in this this down cycle. Transportation, and we've talked about that. But everyone was waiting on wood that they bought that was, you know, four or five weeks out for mid-June shipment, waiting for their wood. They bought for their needs, and uh, they needed to get it in. And nothing was moving very quickly. Um, and just, it actually just, the issue continued to compound itself, where you had reloads overflowing all throughout the United States, ports overflowed with wood. You had reloads that weren't even accepting wood and and setting new rules and parameters. If you sent a car in there, you could be fined. They didn't know about it, and and um, this this is wood that's been that's sold that just needs to get in, get processed, and shipped back out. Obviously, some of it's of course speculation wood to some degree, but um, but the majority of that lumber has been 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 sold and spoken for. And so <clears throat> this kind of perfect storm when I was mentioning that you had this slowdown in big block business. Backlog in transportation with stuff that's, you know, you got 2,000 loads available to every 50 trucks, and you've got horrible weather throughout the South for an extended period of time. If you looked at home starts recently or historically, the South represents a large and the vast majority of new home uh, builds in the U.S., and, and you have that place drenched with water on flood watch almost every other day. 
And so you had this slowdown in consumption there and running at full capacity of sawmills. If we've mentioned they're running, moving and shaking at the sawmill, there's no quietening up there. Kind of, you had two things that the uh, that came together, and the mills ran out of order file, and the customers are still waiting on wood. And unfortunately, when that happens, or fortunately in this case, because I think it's great, we're getting some the prices down to a manageable place. Big discounts when you go up big, you come down big, and it comes down quick. So that's kind of what we're seeing. It's the same as if you look at, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, a two hundred dollar break or whatever, and it's like, well, the price of lumber is nineteen hundred dollars. It's going to go down, kind of. In relation to to the price of it now, if you had five hundred dollars lumber and somebody took fifty dollars off from a you know simple math standpoint from a percentage, those are equal numbers as far as a discount ratio. So it's not surprising to see the price of lumber correct the way it is. But I also think the end is near. So I'll I'll end with that and let Ken chat. Super well said, based on what I'm seeing in the West, right? And the the market's choppy. There's price discovery. There's opportunity. But it's varying species to species, right? And a lot of the emotions coming from the futures board, which is directly tied to spruce. And I'd say from closest to furthest species from there, you have spruce, next substitutes hem fur, then you have white fur, then dry dug fur, then green dug fur. That scale just went from weakest to strongest. Now, green dug fur is also correcting very gently, um, but not to the extent spruce or hem fur or the others are going. So uh, definitely opportunity. It makes sense fundamentally, and we've touched on this since January. In the months of January, February, March, and April, on the fourth or fifth day of the month, we'd have a 45-minute to 90-minute market correction of 5 to 10% for a few lucky guys who made offers when it got quiet, and then the market would run again. But in all of those months, we we're selling for order file that was three to four weeks out, right? In January, we we're selling for the beginning of February, beginning of Feb, selling for the beginning of March, on and on and on. April rolls around, and everyone who's buying lumber is thinking to themselves, dang, in, in 2020 through the summer, I could not get lumber. It was the biggest headache ever. The owner is up my back. Why didn't you buy lumber? This is your job, right? The production guy is upset that he can't keep the trust tables filled. You know, it was a big issue. And you know, when you get bit by a dog like that, it's a German shepherd, not a schnauzer, right? You're not going to get bit by the same dog twice. So April of this year rolls around, guys loaded up a little bit. We pushed that order file where we were three to four weeks out. Now we push it to six to eight, nine weeks in some cases. Maybe that ninth week was a little bit of fluff uh, somewhere in the system. But naturally, there's a bigger digestive period at all of these shops and production facilities than we had seen in the previous months. So I think we're right now, we're in that digestive period, kind of the perfect storm, just like Justin was saying, it is an opportunity to secure values. Every conversation still ends with guys saying, hey, I'm on the sideline, I'm going to sit and wait, I'm not sure, but let me know, call me when something happens, I need to buy wood. Everyone's kind of in that same boat. So I think it is a window, it's a good opportunity you know, definitely the winners of this are the guys who are aggressive. I think if uh, if you're a lumber buyer and you don't make an offer so aggressive that someone says no to it, I don't know if you did your job fully. You should be being aggressive out there and being told no. So that's kind of my two cents on on what we've been seeing and how I would take it going forward. Yeah, I would say that the business is, is really good out there. So like to Ken's point, like it's just nobody wants to catch a fallen knife. You know, that's ultimately what it is. But 
I think that, as I said, the end is near. I, I really have a feeling that um, between now and you know probably next week or a very short amount of time, I, I feel like there's going to be a substantial amount of, of wood that's going to be purchased. You know, and that's a hunch or my belief, but I, I, uh, I just am kind of feeling that way. We've been in this cycle. I, I put us in five, six weeks right in there. And to Ken's point, I mean, it is, you know, people need to buy wood and their need is for mid-July. Uh, primarily, I'd say it would be the trending time frame. And what folks are still just, you know, people are getting much better at it. But this, but still, it's, it's understanding this freight uh, issue that we have. And if you're buying prompt wood today, someone says, hey, I got a load it's for prompt. I don't care if it's 200 miles away, 100 miles away or 500 miles away or whatever. It ain't picking up prompt. Sorry. I don't think that's happening. You're you're waiting at, at best a week to two weeks on a prompt, quote unquote, load. Um, but I'm if I'm selling my customers prompt wood right now, it's it's six twenty eight or sooner. It just it is because I don't want to be over promising, and I see the struggles that we're faced daily with trucking. So if it gets in there quicker, great. But if you're trying to buy it for July, well, you don't have a whole lot of, lot of time left to hang out. So I think it's a great time to Ken's point, great time to be uh, buying some wood, taking advantage of, of $800 corrections on some items. But this is what we've all kind of been wanting, right? Let's get down into a, a, a more sustainable, tradable range. We, we, you know, $1,500 to $1,900 is not sustainable. It really puts too much strain on the, the life of the lumber, puts a strain on the credit risk tolerance, risk management, I mean, several factors of, of the business. So if you can get down into a range, you know, I don't say we need to go back to $200 or $300 a thousand. And I don't think that's necessarily the case or going to happen by any means. I, But, you know, what that kind of new trading range is yet to be established. Um, I don't think it's 15 to 1900 either. So we'll have to wait and see here. But, you know, maybe we're coming into that range right now on some items. So again, uh, Good solid market, great time to be looking at some values, um, average down your cost on some items that you you stock readily, because the, the problem that we'll face, and we've seen this from time to time again and can touch on it as well, we know that folks need to buy, and then what's going to happen is they're going to all try to get through the door at the same time, and it just it doesn't work. All right. You guys just covered a lot of territory. I have a list of questions. You've covered most of them, but I want to go back and just clarify a few of them. One, you're saying you don't think this market condition is going to last forever. So I'm just clarifying that, right? You're saying this isn't a forever thing. We're not sure where it's going. Yeah, I mean, the up that we had was was crazy, right? I mean, I think we covered that. It's absolutely insane. You don't expect that. In normal markets, you generally have a cycle like this where you know we're still in a bull market. We're still undersupplied as, a, as an ultimate issue. So the downs are going to be, going to be softer. Now, if we have some some outside catalyst or piece of something that can touch our interest rates go up a percent and a half, and you know maybe this little thing crumbles, right? Like, I, but right now nothing is in line where that. And it, this is a this is more of a cyclical event. What's supposed to happen? Market's supposed to take a breath. Price is supposed to come down, and then business is good. I step back in and buy lumber. So, do I think we're on some downward trend that's going to last the like next you know remainder of the year? No, do I think we're going to establish some new levels of trading, not 15 to 1900 and not 200 to 500? Yes, somewhere in between. So, but right now, I think it's a great opportunity to buy because I do feel like there's going to be an event 
the size of the event. Don't know. I'm not saying that the market's going to run up another $800 over the next 60 days. It's not necessarily what I'm saying. And maybe that's possible. Again, I don't have the crystal ball or else I, I would have retired a long time ago. But I do know that lumber has to get bought in the very near future. So then let's talk about that more specifically. Inventory levels. The lumber's there to be bought. That's what I'm hearing you guys say, which hasn't been the case for the last, I don't know, I'd say a few weeks, but I guess I mean months. So if I call you and I want lumber, you've got it. Well, or you or anybody else. Uh, yeah, in theory, maybe. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, There's <laughs> lumber to be bought for the overall demand and need to, to sustain the numbers that we just talked about. No, we're still out of whack there. So yes, right now there's most things you can get covered. There's still a lot of items that are difficult to source and tight and stretched out deep order files on panels and some industrial type items. And so anyways, I mean, there's there's still some stuff that's not just easily attainable. There's a lot of holes in MSR. Um, you can buy it right now. But again, if there's a, a large contingent of folks that come in to, to make a move there, there's absolutely not enough to, to suffice the demand that's coming in the next uh, you know 90 to 120 days. So I, I think it's a good time to be doing a little bit at least. Okay, so let's say that I want to. I, I want some advice. What would be the best way for me? I'm going to buy some lumber, but I've got limited working capital to take advantage of. But but I'm hearing what you're saying, and I want to listen. I want to do it. What do you have to say to me about, you know, how can I best approach this and make the best of this current market? Wow. Uh, great question. I think you assess your risk reward and the importance of your cash position to your business. Right. I mean, if cash is king, right? If you're going to sink 95% of your, your business checking account into three trucks of lumber, right? At a level where, I mean, it's, it's choppy. There's risks on both sides, right? Not buying lumber is risky. Buying lumber is risky. It's not like one side's the gold standard and the other side's stupid, right? But personally, and this is just a personal preference, I would rather keep a safe amount of liquid cash in addition to enough lumber that I'm never running out because that's the worst thing you could do. The only thing worse than having expensive lumber is having no lumber. Make sure that you're never running out. And then I'd say probably at a max where I had been saying 90 or 20 day, 120 days of inventory the last few months, bring that scope in a bit, maybe 45 to 60 days, 70 days, you know, month, month and a half, something reasonable. JB, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you just have, it has to be scaled to your business. I mean, I just, before this call, I sold a couple of trucks to a customer in the South because we, we liked a certain item. And again, based on my recommendation, um, I, I thought he should buy a little bit of wood. So he bought a truck for each location. Uh, he probably needs more than that, two to three trucks, probably more to each location. But I said, at this point, start scaling in, right? You've adjusted on this particular item close to $700 plus in a very short amount of time. You've got a big spread between uh, its spruce counterpart, the spruce being pine. I think it's a smart play. Now, if it gets a little bit cheaper in the next week, then we buy that too. So I think it has to be, it's just a, that's a personal dialogue between you and your, your supplier or suppliers and, and how you approach their particular business, you know, and, and how it needs to operate. I do want to ask one more question. And so they can be short answers. I'm, I was listening. I'm hearing you say transportation's still not great, but is it better? No, 
It's, it's, it's worse. It's worse. It's yeah. It's going to be several months before this, this problem is, is alleviated. So, um, as I said, just, you got to take that into your, uh, more so than ever into your buying equation and how you approach the market. Yeah. Stay in front of it. Like I said, for most guys, if they're shooting you straight and, and unless you know the driver or you own your own trucks or something, I mean, it's prompt is a couple of weeks. Just kind of know that. And if it gets there quicker, then that's a bonus. But if you're the guy that's going to wait until the last minute to try and you know get some wood and then it's a Thursday afternoon, you need to buy there by Monday. Like, I hope you know some some really good people. Or I mean, it's not a money thing. Like, it doesn't matter how much money you have or want to throw it a load. It's just, just a flat out lack of capacity. There's just not enough. There's just not enough for demand. Yeah. I mean, like I said, our, our trucking team is is arguably the best in the business. Certainly within, you know, Forest City Trading Group, we have the highest per truck booked daily and um, as one of the top volume trading houses in the group as well. So we book a lot of trucks every single day. And, um, you know, when I, those guys say something, it's kind of the, the word. I mean, it's... Trucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for the... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, really. Awesome. Well, I appreciate all of this excellent advice. I thank everyone that joined us. As always, please send us your questions. We're happy to answer your questions on the air. It sounds like keep your head in the game, keep your wits about you, and call the people you trust for some advice if you need it. So I appreciate both of you, especially, and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Molly. Take care. Great. Thanks so much. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.